I'm very excited to introduce our first guest, uh, Lenny Hoppenworth, who has been here once before, uh, in a different wearing a different hat the first time. But Lenny Mana Hoppenworth is uh, active in Indivisible, and you are currently setting up these very important deputy voter deputy voter registrar trainings, um, which I get to take on Monday. Yeah. Yes. Um, so, welcome back. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Kate. It's great to have you and see you. Um, and you are just continuing to fight the good fight. Since you were here for the Women's March two years ago, um, what and how did you get involved in Indivisible and tell people what Indivisible is? Sure. So, after the Women's March, there was so much energy. There was I had a lot of energy. I wanted to do something. I wanted to do something locally, and I heard about the Indivisible Guide, which actually lived on Google at the time. It was started by two ex-congressional staffers, and basically what they did is they took all the parts of the Tea Party movement, they took all bad stuff out, like uh, spitting <laughs> on your representatives and things like that, and they kept all the good stuff, which is basically... Um, you have a, a right to have a relationship with your representative, and you mentioned uh, Michael Chanchikowski. She's my representative. And, and all, all of ours. <laughs> we're lucky. Right? So the first time that we were we, we had a recess after the march, uh, we were we were called to go and visit our representative, but um, so we decided to you know since Jan is so fantastic to thank her, so we had a Jan fan rally. Um, and, and at that time, we didn't know her, they didn't know us, but basically we called them up and said, hey, we're part of the Indivisible Movement, part of a network of over 6,000 groups across the nation of fighting, basically, they um, began the movement to resist the Trump agenda. But, uh, you know, in Illinois, we say, we want to do this despite who's in office, because it's important for us to have civic engagement, maybe if we did, then we wouldn't be in this position today. But this is a great opportunity, and that's the reason why we're moving forward locally. So there are different, there seem to be different chapters in different parts of the uh, city and and suburban area. So, I mean, there's a Southside Indivisible that was very active in Beverly, I know, and and there's the 9th CD chapter. Is that the one you're, you're part of? There's also the Evanston chapter. So how do you guys all communicate? how it is with this stuff we kind of live and die on social media but what we decided to do is that it was worth it for us to to write down you know find um all of the facebook groups write down all the contacts and get together once a week so we each get we all get together once a week on wednesday evenings and talk about the um local events that are happening in our areas <laughs> and also yeah, go ahead. Um, and also work on actions moving forward. So, yeah, so we, we get together once a week we, we, uh, on, on, on the phone. And then we also um, have a, a national bi-monthly call with other um, indivisible groups across the nation. Uh, we also get together online. Um, you know, we use Facebook, we use email, we use Slack. But, you know, the best is actually getting together in person, which is why I hold uh, weekly meetings in the 9th District. Uh-huh. Um, because I feel like getting together like you do, 
like you've been doing for 30 years now. <laughs> <laughs> Here on the radio. <laughs> yeah, well, I think it's it's just really important that human contact, I think that that might be the reason why we are here anyway, is because we have lost that human contact. I think it's important to make eye contact with you people. You go, and, girl. That's excellent. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. So let's back up a little bit. You had some endorsed candidates in the March primary. How yeah. did they do? And how did you folks do around that organizing? Well, you know, we were heartbroken to uh, not win in the third district with Marie Newman. Um, but what an amazing fight. Wow, that we was. Like 1,400 votes or something like that. And so you think about what's 1,400 votes? Does How many phone calls was that? Yeah. And how many doors was that that we didn't knock? You know, I want to focus on the positive because it was a very close race and and a very short time period too right? right that we were able to mobilize what was what was the time period that that indivisible and other, our allies got involved in that it far south west side i feel race. like it was just mere months well you know, it was I mere mean, months so yeah. but i mean i'm curious was it two months or was it four months it because was, that also is the 1400 votes you, you know you're the right. timing i i think that people knew that it was an important race right but in fact, this is what I'm talking about. The idea in your head to actually translate it into action takes a bit of time for some folks. Absolutely. So um, we just need to think about that. And you know, the best way to actually get people to do things is to invite them. And the best way to yes. invite them is to do it in person. Yeah. So, and to do it in person, you need to you know, collect and gather and organize. So that's what we're trying to do. And this is something that's very new to a lot of the leaders. You know, you're, you're, you're telling us that a lot of these groups popped up all over the state. Well, it was very organic. Oh, gosh, yeah. It was very organic. And what a brilliant, a brilliant move by mm -hmm. those former congressional aides to kick this off right after the... Uh, the uh, election of the current resident. Yeah, and they're just like us, you yeah. know. Af you know, they were devastated too right. after the elections. Yeah, and sitting together, um, having drinks, <laughs> and writing on cocktail. Probably napkins. multiple drinks. Yes, if I recall correctly, the the November of 2016 that I remember was uh, uh, a lot of drinking yeah. and other things. <laughs> yeah, and the thing is, I I was not politically active before this. But what, what I have come to understand is that that guide was not written to give us hope. It was, given, it was written to give us power. So we should use our power to make change when we can. Absolutely. Absolutely. Also kind of a blueprint. It was giving us a blueprint. Absolutely. So um, we look back a little bit looking forward. Um, what do you think individual will be doing around the governor's race? Indivisible, what will we be doing? Yes. Well, we we have said, everyone, you know, we need Rauner out of office. Right. There is no other way to get Rauner out of office <laughs> but to go out and vote. Right. And we need to vote for the best candidate that's out there, and that's J.B. Pritzker, who is going to do the job for us. Yep. Yep. Going down the ballot, what other, what other races are you looking at in particular that might intrigue Indivisible? Well, the 6th District for sure, Peter Roscom, especially us in the 9th District, a lot of us are mobilizing to the 6th District. In fact, we're going to have um, the campaign come out to speak to us at Vincent's, and that's on the 21st later this month. That's Monday. We have wine and cheese at Vincent's. Um, it's usually going to be on the last Monday of every month, but this you know, month it's Memorial Day, so that's... Uh, 
the 21st at Vincent's. But, um, and that's so at uh, 1575 West Balmoral? That's uh, 14 1475. Seven, yeah, it's okay. Balmoral and Clark. But the 6th District for sure, and then the 12th District, which is uh, Mike Bost. Um, Say that name again. Bost in, in the 12th District. Who's he running against? And he is running against... Um, um, okay, we'll look y- it up. You know who he is. <laughs> yes, <laughs> the I 12th know. district. And then, um, sorry, Scott, <laughs> he's cringing right now in Springfield. Springfield is also another one. That's Rodney Davis. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, but also closest to us is um, the 14th district, which is Hulkrin's district. Right. Which Hulkrin and, and Peter Roskam are kind of like twins. Right. And uh, so both of them have to go. <laughs> but the one that's running against Hulkrin is uh, Lauren Underwood. And um, she's a long shot is what they say, but we have so much grassroots energy in that district, which is a crazy long district. Yeah, is, is that, uh, can you describe where that is for people roughly? Is it uh, the western suburbs? It's the western suburbs, but it starts in Wisconsin. It goes <laughs> it all comes the way down. down. Yeah, not all the way to Indiana, but it comes down centrally and it kind of is long, it kind of hugs the sixth and the uh-huh. comes, yeah right by the eleventh district too. Um, this this whole movement has made me look at maps. I was uh-huh. never a map person, so um, <laughs> so yeah. yeah. So that's another uh, race that we are thinking of. But I just want to say that not only is the governor's race and the congressional races are important, there are many races down the ballot that we need to to think of. Every, everyone should come in November with an interest in a race. If it's not the governor's race that you're excited about, how about your own uh, congressional uh, representative? How about your state rep? I Absolutely. Mean, all of these people that need to be reelected, um, all the way down to uh, water reclamation. So that's right. think on that. That's right. We'll dirt certainly be covering all those. So um, after those down ballot races get decided in November, we turn right around and end up with municipal elections. Um, what do you think Indivisible will be doing around the mayor's race? Oh, I think it's going to be so interesting. I can't wait. <laughs> I, I, like I said to you last time, I was never really interested or involved in politics because I honestly I felt like it didn't really matter. And um, whatever I did, it just, you know, everything was already um, a lock-in or a shoe-in or whatever. But I think it's going to be very interesting to see, like, for instance, who, who, who uh, is running Right, and uh, also to see who folks are, um, you know, who are who are going to back up. I, um, Indivisible National has a blueprint on how to endorse candidates, uh-huh. which is really fascinating, and that's the reason why Marie Newman was endorsed. So we'll see what happens in the mayoral race. I think. Can I ask if you have a personal interest in any of the eight who already announced? No, I don't. I mean, not at this time. I feel like. Um, I would, I, in fact, I'll put it out there right now. I would love to work with anyone who's interested in um, helping us do a voter guide. You know, because it's it's um, we, it, indivisibles. They not they don't necessarily want to plug into a campaign. You know, they want to work on the issues. Mm-hmm. But what are those issues? Mm-hmm. What are issues that are important to us? And then how do the candidates line up? So a nice big grid would be really great to present to like friends and family who have not been interested in politics before, but they can see it on a nice 
looking grid and and say yes this candidate definitely represents me or you know they can also see on this grid that not everybody checks their boxes off but this is the best candidate mm -hmm. you know that's that's the issue also it's like not nobody is perfect i've made voter grids all my life <laughs> i actually have a voter guide on my computer for the national races um because this this november we have to get a brand new congress um at both representatives congressional and senate so uh yeah i I have one if you need it. I would love it. Thank you, Katie. I love you. <laughs> well, I love you, and I love what you represent, which is folks new to the uh, new to the uh, scene getting involved in the, in the politics because so many people say, oh, it's just so corrupt, and they back away. And I, I that ticks me off. It's like it's your government. Yes. And if your clean hands don't touch it, only the dirty ones will. Yes. Okay, Michael, you have a question. I'm, I'm, I can guess what it is. Go for it. Go ahead. Let's see if you can guess. How did you get involved in this? Or no, 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 no. <laughs> but if we've, if we've uh, exhausted it, enough questions on Indivisible, it's going to um, be about photography. I'm going to say that since you were on our show last time, uh, you went off and started a photography studio. Yeah. And can you tell us a little bit of because we've got a couple photographers. Tom and I both are shoot cameras regularly. Shoot at cameras or shoot with cameras. Yeah. Thank you. But how about uh, telling us about your studio? Well, I, so so I do. I I have a actually I have a um, business is called Chicago Dance Supply and I sell dance shoes and tutus and things like that. So Ooh. I do headshots for dancers and performance photography, but also you know with the last thank you. So with the last um, you know how how amazing is it? this time that we live in right now, if you're not taking pictures on your phone, you are not documenting history. History is happening right now, and especially with these kids that have organized the March for Our Lives movement, I'm telling them, you have to document everything that you do because this is incredible. And also, if you're not in this movement now, look at what you're missing out on. Well, well, that's an enthusiastic pitch to get plugged in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, us older guys have taken pictures for a long time, and we—it's really a wonderful experience going back and looking at them, and then remembering and bringing them up again as they're relevant. Um, I mean, we, we we take a lot of candid pictures because you know there's there's so much so many rallies and signs and people talking, but but there's also I didn't realize this there's a lot of theatrics in politics. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's grand theater. And on that level, I'm I'm I want to switch now to national. And this may be asking you more personal. I'm not asking you to speak on behalf of Indivisible, but um, it's not too early to be looking at whatever happens with the current occupant of the White House over with his legal problems. Um, who's emerging in your mind as a potential challenger to the current regime? God, I, I appreciate oh, that God. we're working down well, balance. Well, I think he's yeah. busy, or she's busy, God. But if we've got someone other than God to run. Um, well, God, it's a, it's such a tough thing to say, you know. I think the here's here's what I feel like is a problem, kind of. Um, and I don't know anything for anything, right? Stop saying that. But but it's true. <laughs> but listen, we cannot wait. 
for like the next Messiah to come and save us. It is not yes. going to happen. Look in your own circles and think about who is the leader in your groups. Those are the people that you need to keep encouraging to nice keep involved. Going, Lenny. Nice this is going. the way to do it. <laughs> Excellent. Wow, Lenny Manah Hopworth, what a treat to have you back. Thank you so much. And Katie, thank you Tom for and your ongoing awesome. activism. Um, it's it's uh, it's inspiring to everyone, and you keep it up, and you'll be bringing more people into the fold. Uh, so we'll have you on again, I'm sure.